It's Thursday, July 7, 2016. You should not breathe near it. Do not let pets or kids near it. Toxic algae bloom in Florida ruins 4th of July for tourism-based businesses. U.S. Senate moves fast to nix Vermont's GMO labeling law. Royalty reform for big coal on public lands. Oakland City Council bans coal export terminal. Plus, you know, welcome to Jupiter. Solar-powered NASA spacecraft reaches orbit around Jupiter. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Now, Bill says that the conversation with Attorney General Lynch was very innocent. It was just about grandkids and the weather and how neither will exist if Trump is elected. (laughs) Man, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we missed a day this week, so we probably missed a lot of Green News. So I'll shut up and let you get on with it. (laughs) Well, first, as we go to air, the U.S. Senate is rushing legislation to create a national labeling standard for genetically modified ingredients, or GMOs, in food. That's good. This bill, however, preempts a new Vermont state law. It's widely supported by consumers that require small labels on products with GMO ingredients. But this new bipartisan Senate bill would cancel Vermont's law and all other state labeling standards to allow manufacturers instead to use a graphic QR code, which can only be read by smartphones. So it doesn't actually help the consumer know what's in it? That's right. Unless they have a smartphone. And bother to look it up. Oh, brother. In southern Florida, a massive toxic algae bloom along the coast ruined the crucial 4th of July weekend for tourism-based businesses and residents. Governor Rick Scott has declared a state of emergency across four Florida counties because the thick mat of toxic algae is not only putrid, it is also dangerous. On visiting the toxic algae bloom, Florida Senator Marco Rubio apparently was hoping for easy answers. If there was one way to solve this, if we could prove that there was one measure or one industry or one group that is responsible for this, we would do it. Nobody wants, this hurts everybody. Who benefits from this? Well, it turns out there are multiple causes, beginning with the destruction of part of the Everglades and its natural flood control services, converting it into industrial farms that send unregulated fertilizer and manure runoff into heavily polluted Lake Okeechobee. That feeds the algae bloom, but now climate change brings more frequent deluges. So the Army Corps of Engineers must release water from the lake so its levees don't break. That dumps the toxic algae along the coast, where it thrives in water heated by global warming. That is a lot of causes, a lot of causes that Marco Rubio clearly doesn't want to do anything about. Here's what he said to one of the local news outlets, and I love the way the reporter responded here. It can't just be driven by the politics of it. It has to be driven by the science of what's going to get us to a solution. I actually spoke with a scientist this week who is trying to do the exact research that Rubio was referring to earlier today. The only thing holding him back, he said, is getting funding from the federal government. Oh, man. Rubio slam. Big coal reform. The Obama administration has closed a loophole in regulations that allowed coal companies to legally cheat the public out of royalties from coal mined on public lands. Royalties were based on a percentage of the price of the coal at the first sale. So the biggest coal companies got around that by selling the public's coal to their own subsidiaries first at below market rates with below market royalties. And then 
Japan would sell it again later at a much higher price. Wow. Last week, the Interior Department put a stop to that practice, part of a major review of the federal coal leasing program. Wow, what a scam. How long were they getting away with that? Decades. Unbelievable. A new study in the European Union calculates that coal dust generated from coal-fired power plants kills 23,000 people a year in Europe because tiny particles of dust pollution can lodge deep in the lungs, causing heart disease and lung cancer. Coal dust pollution was the primary reason one San Francisco Bay Area city just said no to a developer's controversial proposal to build a new coal export shipping terminal to ship coal to China. The Oakland City Council voted unanimously last week to ban all storage and handling of coal in the city and the port of Oakland, citing high levels of coal dust pollution from coal trains. That effectively halts the project for now. Finally, NASA's Juno spacecraft, after a five-year journey from Earth, successfully entered orbit around Jupiter on July 4th. It also broke a distance record. It's the first spacecraft ever to travel so far out into the outer solar system, powered only by solar energy. Juno has a massive array of advanced solar panels and super energy-efficient instruments for its two-year orbital mission around Jupiter. So a solar craft has made it all the way to Jupiter? Yep. And you're impressed with that solar impulse to airplane? It's barely made it around the world. It's all pretty cool to me. For much more on all of these cool stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Suns it calls me on and on across the universe.